Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Welcome back to the show on deck. Shelby Mast, bracketologist for USA Today and bracketwage.com. Huskers at the Combine at 9.30 and two for you at 9.45. So a loaded 9 o'clock hour for those of you that are sticking around for the rest of the show. We appreciate you and uh, we appreciate having you here as we do uh, every single day from 7 to 10. Um, what Just were you doing last night? Were you sitting on the couch watching games? Were you streaming West Side's basketball game like I was? Were you watching Nebraska basketball when that turned over at 8. What about the back end of the KU-Texas Tech game? Well, at night, there's only one thing you pair all of those things with, and that's an Acres Ale. Brewed with Nebraska corn, it is crisp, it's clean, it's light, it's refreshing. How about all those words? They make you want to dance. They make you want to run to the store and get you a case of Acres Ale because it's locally brewed. That means here, local. It's the perfect beer to pair with anything sports. At least that's what I do. So if you're like me, maybe you play video games and you like to have a drink or a shower beer. I know people have done that before. I, I can attest. I've had a shower beer before. Have you, DB? No. Well, you are not living it. Well, that's not Take to say, that, not, not to say that I haven't had a drink en route to the shower. <laughs> Just wasn't a beer. <laughs> Take a beer to the shower. How about a beer? Maybe after you come home tonight, Miller North finding a way to win. Some positive vibes coming back to Omaha. Have a shower of beer, an Acres Ale, perhaps. Yeah, well, as long as it's a dub, anything's possible. <laughs> and you're not much of a beer drinker, so if you are drinking a beer, then you know it's a good night. <laughs> yeah, how, about, how about a beer? I think beer is one of those things that you, you would consume when you want to wash down alcohol. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, I think I want to come down a little bit. I'm, can you throw me a beer? <laughs> Oh, hey, man, I've been drinking the clear stuff all night, and it's not water. But if I could have a beer just to close out my night, that'd be great. Quench my thirst. Sounds great. Listen, man, high-functioning. High-functioning. Would you drink a beer with uh, bread? With bre- bread? How about a beer? Oh, Brent. I oh, think he yeah, said bread. No, I said Brent. Me too. Uh, yeah, as long as he wasn't driving. Or me. Hopefully neither are driving. Well, I'd shoot the breeze. I'd, I'd ask him how he likes your Raiders, how he likes the new gig, what he was thinking about after the Nebraska broadcast and having a beer and getting pulled over in Lincoln. One-way streets, man, they'll get you. Mm-hmm. How about a beer? Yeah, you know, those You are looking live. Everywhere. Do you enjoy Brent on your broadcast, Shane? Uh, I prefer the the other. I, and I know, I know the – host that we had before severe would hate this take but <laughs> i i prefer the the host that we had before i prefer Carry the two 
I prefer, yeah, Michael Severe would hate this take. I prefer the play-by-play uh, -play announcer that we had before if you take the two together. Oh. And that's the current guy for the 49ers. Well, okay. But, you know, I mean, that's that's the, uh, you know, Brent Brent is more, uh, he'll paint the picture and he'll give you, you know, like analytics and he'll give you more of the, you know, if you're the football, you want you want the what what happened where I'm more of the like if I'm listening to the game, I want the entertainment. And the other guy was more entertaining. So that's just me. I think those two go hand in hand. I want the football and the entertainment. Hey, Shane, I, sometimes they don't. Shane is what Shane is all business. Sometimes it's all business. Uh, you with don't, these you play don't by need, play you guys. don't need no stinking fluff. I I well I mean sometimes I need some fluff. <laughs> What do you got in that head, DB? What are you about to say? Not a darn thing. <laughs> They're paid positions. Right paid positions for that, Shane. <laughs> you wouldn't have to work very hard. Uh, but to answer your question, I mean, he does. He's fine. You know, I mean, he's a legend. So, how about a beer? How about a beer? How about we talk about the offensive line? Offens over at offensive line is good, and I like O line. We heard Donovan Rayola speak last week, and you know, I even said, I, I can't remember who we were talking to. If it was Mike Schaefer or Brandon Vogel. But I said, people are still asking, asking me at least, why is Rayola back? And I thought that answer was squash when Matt Rule came out and said, well, I didn't think they were that bad. Um, but apparently not. So, you know, I guess the simplest answer I gave is if somebody on your team advocated for you at work, DB, to keep your job despite having a bad quarter, would that stick out to your employer too? Like the players in this case advocated mm -hmm. to Coach Rule that Donovan Rayola is more than what we saw last year. You don't just take a piece of the pie and say it's cold in the middle. You check the whole pie, cook it a little longer to get it just right. Maybe that's what is happening now. You put the pie back into the oven because you're getting everything just right. I wish I knew like the real – timeline between what I think they felt like the players wanted and and coach Satterfield and coach Rayola hitting it off was it kind of in conjunction because coach Satterfield like coach Rayola right away and and remember it's coach Satterfield that said hey listen man I came to Lincoln with every intention of needing a new offensive line coach after sitting down with coach Rayola I'm like we don't need a New offensive line coach. How did one of my favorite Coach Rayola esque answers in the presser the other day was, "Hey, what was it about you and Coach Satterfield?" He's like, "Look, man, I believe the same things." That's it. Next question. That's it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> just like it's just vintage. It's just vintage Doc. I call him Doc sometimes, just because of Dr. But. Um, you you know for the for the, for the players and it's you know exciting. you don't have any seniors, right? Especially now that 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 Anthony Lynn's gone. So I mean your junior class you got Ben Hart and Corcoran and Piper Norelli and and now you've got Scott in the fold and everybody else is a is a soft on down with Lutovsky and Prohaska. Uh, we'll see what happens with, with with Jacob Hood and Justin Jenkins who are are in the fold and then that whole new young group with. Gatula, Knutson, Sledge, Goldman, and Masterjack, uh, who's still on the offensive side of the line right now. So you have 
You have depth and young depth. Y- y- and you kind of have now got a nice little blend of some guys with some playing. I mean, Ben Hart, Corcoran, Piper, Norelli, and Ben Scott have played a ton of football. Teddy Prohaska is very, very well maybe kind of your future. Uh, that was the one guy that I felt like Coach Rayola kind of gushed about a little bit for him. You know, he kind of is pretty measured with accolades. Seemed like he was he was pretty happy about the progress of Teddy and and Latovsky's had a, a lot of playing experience. So and they've liked his winter workouts. So you 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 know right away you've got seven guys, seven good names. You know, and I listen. I I, I hear I can hear it now. Oh man, you know are we really trusting you know guys like Ben Hart and he's been this and he's been that and Samantha so another year with the same voice with a scheme that may accentuate or play better to your strengths all bets are off right I mean you could still there, there's there's still room for growth and there's still room for improvement but I think having a minimum of seven guys that you can trot out there and play that's a good place to start because look at the games that they've got under their belt Got some experience. And Ben Hart took a lot of criticism last year, and his video started to surface late yeah. in the year yeah. on, you know, it does, is his head this, that, in the right the, space. This, that, and the other getting right. off the ball. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, that common voice is a, real, is a real thing because, you know, at this point, you're dealing with somebody that can improve now in the offseason with the same person with the new coaching staff. And how often have we seen somebody have a bad year go back into the lab, regroup, recoordinate themselves, maybe find themselves, go into a dark place perhaps, come out three days later. <laughs> How often have you seen, you know, kind of come to yourself moments, come to Jesus moments and say, you know, it's, it's this year or no year. And, yeah. and, you know, I'm not saying that it's a, Bryce, you get it done this year or you don't, you're, you're getting replaced or, or you get moved, whatever it is. I'm not saying that that's what's been told. But you'd have to think that, you know, Bryce acknowledges that he didn't have the best season last year and he's ready to work with these guys once again and prove that he belongs on that line. So, And just in coaching, having done this so long, my glass stays half full. Like I don't I, – I typically try to just – I mean, you got to coach him up because I've seen, I've seen really good eighth graders not be very good freshmen I've seen just okay eighth graders be really good freshmen I've seen good juniors not be very good seniors I've seen okay juniors be very good seniors and so I think as a coach and I'm like this in education and I and I said this before right I get the whole usually the best indicator of future performance is past behaviors but if it were truly that case we would just stay where we are. We would just be lifelong stagnant. And so I always believe just because things have been doesn't mean they always will be. So I'm looking forward to it, especially when Coach Rule gives me these little clues in his press conferences and things where, you know, you talk about marrying the offense and sequential play calling to your team's skill set and what you want them to do, what you think they're good at. He's got a good eight weeks in terms of strength and conditioning, so he's watched body movements. Uh, spring ball is still a couple of weeks away where you can have guys still kind of grow and mature in terms of their movements. 
There's a reason I think he looks at all the different type of run games that he's been looking at since he's been here. Because he's going to see what styles fit with how his guys move. So therefore, I'm always going to think guys can be better. We will talk wide receiving room tomorrow, Ooh. which is loaded. But as we... With bodies. With bodies, correct. I don't know about production. But when we get into the 9.30 segment and talk combine, wait to hear what I have to say about what Coach Rule is able to do and has been able to do in regards to development and sticking through that development from freshman year on to senior year. That's coming your way, but first we're talking to Shelby Mass next on Coffee and Cream.